You're listening to Campus Review Radio. What's it like to win the Prime Minister's Prize for Science Teaching? I am absolutely elated because it's a, a fantastic representation of 15 years of work at the school where the communities come on board to, to create something absolutely special. And luckily, I have been able to share that with the, the pre-service teachers at Macquarie and um, six other universities on the Open Real Science Project. And I have had a great time just getting around to schools and sort of getting teachers and kids switched on to science more. So I feel it's been a massive impact for primary science education and I am thrilled to win the award. And so you won the prize for mentoring younger teachers on teaching science, not only in your own school but also the teaching students at Macquarie University. So so tell us about how you go about this. Okay, so the pre-service teachers uh, signed up to the Opening Real Science Project and what we did was we placed them in particular schools where we thought we had talented teachers doing good science there. I was able to supplement um, all of the work the schools are doing, that the teachers are doing, and most of our pre-service teachers were able to design a unit of work when they're on track. I um, contributed to that quite a bit, so it got them to do something really, really special and way beyond what the schools were doing. So that way it helped in-service and increase the professional learning of the, of the teachers as well as the pre-service teachers. And what about the um, teachers at your school? Uh, well, we've had a very big changeover. I've been at Macquarie Uni for... Oh, the better part of two and a bit years now and haven't been back at my school too much. When I was there all the time, I was constantly doing updates with them, trying to blend science programs into all sorts of aspects of their work and keeping them updated of what was going on in the primary science education with the new curriculum coming out and all that sort of thing. Um, I'm about to go back to my school for the, for the rest of this year. And um, since I've been away, there's been a, a massive change over staff and a lot of very new young teachers first year out, and including, mind you, three from... Um, our Opening Real Science Project from Macquarie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> looking forward to working with them. Mm-hmm. So we'll be diving back into doing lots of professional learning in, in the final walks of the term. Mm. And before you mentor these teachers, are they somewhat intimidated by teaching science? Is it, is it very... Um, it, 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 they, they feel they're not qualified to teach this subject? Look, I think across the board, um, it's generally accepted that most primary teachers are sort of intimidated by science, lack confidence to do it, the efficacy of the pedagogy is not there. But this project has actually had a huge impact on them. Um, and, I, and I can say that I'm thrilled because at the end of my career, I'm able to put all of my experience back into the, into the teaching profession. I'm not really, really pleased with the way that's gone. How does it boost their confidence when it comes to teaching science? Well, I think someone, having someone there who's got that experience and can help guide them through the, the curriculum, um, access the resources, and that's one of the big things that I've seen to have developed over the years that a lot of people haven't, is contacts within the science community. And uh, that's given me tremendous um, resources that I can then share with all the teachers and um, give them a bit of help choosing those right sort of resources. Along with that, I've made lots and lots of contacts in science with scientists and science institutions. And we found that they're actually really, really keen to get their science out to the community, but they sort of didn't have those links themselves. So we've actually got scientists and educators talking quite a lot more now. And how did you learn how to teach science? Well, a lot of it was self-taught, but uh, I, I did have a background in, in science. But um, yeah, it's a matter you've got to drive yourself and, and, and learn what's going on. Um, science is just forever changing, and there's always something new. Someone's always trying to sell something, but you've actually got to assess it. So you've got to keep your own scientific literacy up and your own ability to, to assess and make decisions about what's the best way of doing things. And in my case, I did have a lot of innate um, ideas that, that were working. I just hadn't sort of put them on paper yet but they've started to do that now with a whole lot of publications and 
I think it's actually good because it's now getting out to the younger teachers to someone's done it and here's how we can do it. <laughs> what do you mean by, by when you said um, someone's always trying to sell it? What do you mean by that? Oh, look, there's always new books and resources out for teachers. Someone's always got something, oh, here's the best thing to, the best way to teach science. Buy my book and you can just photocopy pages. And of course, that's not real science. <laughs> it's just <laughs> someone having a business and trying to make money out of it. And w- would you think that um, since science teaching has actually hit the... Hey, hit the spotlight. We'll 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 see more of that. More more maybe these dodgy products. I think we'll, we're going to see less and less of them actually. Okay. Because I, I know the Opening Real Science Project has actually developed some fantastic online learning resources, and I think that's going to give the teachers a lot of background they didn't have before. Um, and I know in my, in my own career I've been able to assess which which places have got the best sort of resources, and and it's the big government institutions such as the Australian Museum, Sydney Observatory. You know, around our area, we've got some fantastic sites. Even at Macquarie Uni, we have some tremendous people who want to do really good things for teachers, and they didn't know how to do it because no one was talking to each other. Mm-hmm. And you're obviously passionate about science, so um, what what makes you so? Oh, I'm just driven to, to investigate things and, and um, show kids how, how they learn so much by asking questions. You know, one of the things I'm doing at the moment is putting a paper together on questioning, trying to show teachers how they can develop better questioning skills in their students so that they actually lead to scientifically testable questions, which is the, you know, the higher order thinking of uh, the scale of what children do. Uh, that really, if you look at the Bloom's taxonomy, we're talking about the very high end of um, evaluated skills. Um, and if kids learn to investigate, they learn very, very well. And I know 15 years ago, when I first started doing my science, we didn't have NAPLAN tests, we had basic skills tests. And within two years of me starting doing that science in the school, both the literacy and the numeracy levels went through the roof. In fact, the Department of Education sent out two investigations to find out how we were cheating, but they found out it was actually the kids became so engaged with science, they learnt maths and reading and writing without even knowing it. They just loved it so much, they just, they learned. <laughs> and in the briefing for for, for your um, prize, you, you said that um, most primary kids um, just love science inherently, but... A lot of kids are disengaged with science. So um, basically, how, how can we get these kids to, 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 to love science again? That's, one of my, I suppose, my question. Okay. I hold that I think most primary-age kids, 90% of them, love science. I, I've been at meetings with Brian Smith, the Nobel Prize winner, and he said 100% of primary kids love science. I'd agree with that, but I'm trying to give a little bit of a buffer just in case. <laughs> I have no problem with kids. They just love science. They're just innately curious. They want to learn. They want to, they want to, do, they want to do science. <laughs> and with the high school, I'm not sure what the answer is there. They get to year eight, year nine and drop off. But I am pretty sure that we have got a big uptake of science from the Seaforth kids going to high school. And I'm hoping that's starting to run through the other schools I've been dealing with now. Um, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Ah, uh, well, if anyone's thinking about doing teaching, come to Macquarie, please. We have got some great teaching programs there, and as the science, uh, primary science programs develop there, we are going to be doing world-class material.